Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome to the Niners Purpose Podcast. I'm Duncan, and with me are... Hey, I'm Tanner. Hey, I'm Nathan. And Tanner's going to hit us with a quote. All right. Today, we're getting a quote by Steve Maribali. If you hang out with chickens, you're going to cluck, and you hang out with eagles, you're going to fly. And I think this is a very relevant quote, especially for college students or any students in general or younger people, because the people around you, I think, truly do shape you in a way and have a large impact on what choices you make and what direction you go in life. And like the quote says, if you hang out with chickens, you're going to act more like a chicken. You're going to cluck. But if you hang out with eagles, you're going to soar. And in metaphorical terms, we want to all be soaring in success. Well, I think that this quote is um, very much uh, important for us because there are studies out there that show that your personality is actually pretty much an amalgamation of the 10 people that you are closest to and uh, socially interact with on a given day. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is essentially you are a culmination of the experiences that surround you. And so if you are constantly with people who are uh, industrious, people who work hard, people who are successful, then you're going to kind of pick up off of them. It also kind of opens you up to other opportunities as well, because not only are you you know, learning from their successes, but also maybe they're pulling you along with them, which is very helpful. And you don't necessarily want to hang out with the exact same people. It's good to hang out with different people, but people who just have similar goals and aspirations or not even similar goals and aspirations, but similar ambition and are on the right track in life. So people who encourage you to be the best version of yourself, I guess is to summarize it. I'd say as far as like what I want to say about it, um, I'd say the way to look at this or the way I look at it is like, not necessarily that you want to hang out with people that act like you, like you said, or not exactly that you want to hang out with people that are have the same goals as you, but you want to hang out with people that encourage you mm-hmm. to act the way that is best for you, right? And so, I mean, the you know, the best thing that you can do is find people that are gonna help you build that strong base of character, help you build that strong foundation as far as like, I want to do this. The best friends are going to hold you accountable to that. And you're going to learn that, you know, you're going to go those places, you know, they're going to remind you of your goals. They're going to remind you of their aspirations. And on top of that, chances are, if they're still your friend and they're still willing to do that, chances are they're going to go those places too. Yeah. So And a great litmus test for this is actually to kind of talk to someone and then tell them something that you have done that has been very successful or tell them something that is a sincere tragedy about you. And what should happen is they shouldn't try to one up you. They shouldn't go, well, your day is this good. Well, my day is amazing. And here's everything that I've done. And they shouldn't. Well, you're going through this hard time. Well, that sucks, but I'm having even a worse time. What should happen instead is they're sincerely interested about what's going on in your life. And they're there with some thoughts of uh, condolences or, you know, they're, they're there to try and help you out and hear you through this. I mean, I have a great friend in my life named Dalton, you know, he's a great person that I like to go to and confide in. He's never judged me once, but he always has things that he has to say. And you don't necessarily have to find someone who has something to say, but you always want to find someone who can listen. I think uh, that that's a great point. 
And there's a difference between people who will just nod their head and go along with everything you say and people who actively listen and have feedback. And having a person who gives you avid uh, feedback and good advice is a vital part in confiding in someone mm-hmm. and forming a good relationship that will help push you towards success. Yeah. So I, I think like this necessarily doesn't bounce off the fact of like, but it bounces off like who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot, like a lot of times I tend to be someone to start a conversation like with someone, not necessarily like in person. Cause I'm very introverted and shy, mm-hmm. but like, as far as like who you surround yourself, like if those people aren't like mutually willing to come and talk to you as much as you're willing to go and talk to them, mm-hmm. why, why are you friends with them kind yeah. of thing? So, because like, I mean, first of all, if they're not going to come and talk to you, just not just to see how you're doing, but to ask your advice on something like that, then, I mean, like, what are you to them? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a waste of waste of waste of your time, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, you got to value your time as much as you value the people around you. And so, I mean, I try to be a very empathetic person and very, very understanding of other people. But a lot of times, like people, people genuinely are rude and people mm-hmm. are genuinely disrespectful of your time as a person. So you need to take that into consideration with who you surround yourself with. You need to find friends that care, that are not just willing to, you know, say yes to everything or tell you what you're doing is right every time, but to give you genuine feedback, genuine information on what you're doing, you know, and not just whether or not they think that that goal is accomplishable, but how they can, if they can help you, how they could do that, you know? And that, that commitment and that trust, you know, it's not like you have just like one, either someone's a friend or they're, they're not a friend, you know, you kind of have this ring, right. Where, you know, later in life, it's going to be you and your significant other. And then it's going to be that tight, close grit, uh, net group of friends that are going to be, you know, no more than probably about 10 people. And then after that, Mm -hmm. you kind of get in these wider and wider circles and arches, you know, maybe you'll find someone who you were once friends with and, you know, you just kind of catch up one day. They're still your friend. They're just not Mm -hmm. as closely knit of a friend as, you know, one of us talking in this podcast together, you know, we can talk about things on a daily basis and we're pretty familiar with each other. Mm -hmm. We have people who we left behind at our last high school and we don't really talk with them as much as, you know, between each other, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that we're no longer friends. It just means that we're no longer nearly as tight knit group of friends. Yeah. I don't think that you have to be friends with those people that you've left behind forever. Cause sometimes there is a reason to leave somebody behind mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a thing that you have to do. And it doesn't have to be like an evil or malicious thing, but sometimes people just are on your same track in life and you have to go do your own thing and you can't be held back by their lack of ambition or motivation. Mm-hmm. Cause if they just want to like stay behind and work some meaningless job forever i mean and you have higher ambitions in life like you can't stay around to hang out with them if you really have that ambition to go on and do better things yeah it's not your job to be their parent ever and if you feel like you're you're being taxed because of another individual then that's probably a good sign that it might be time to either sit down and have a conversation with them and have a sincere conversation or it might just be time to cut it off And you don't have to necessarily be rude and like super cut them off, but you know, I guess just not making them the person that you prioritize confiding in. But I think it's more important to find people 
to have in your life that are good friends than cutting out friends that you don't think make the cut. I think having an abundance of friends is better than having just a, well, I think having a close group of friends is important, but I think having a large group is not a terrible thing. Like you don't have to have a large group of bad people, but you don't want to cut it down to where it's like, Oh, it's just one person left. Cause you want to spread out, I guess, the advice you get to multiple people to get multiple perspectives. Yeah. We're not, we're not trying to trim hedges. We're trying to grow healthy trees. Yeah. I'd say as far as that goes, a lot of times people will tell you like, you know, just like cut them off. And I think, I think the problem is that a lot of people, a lot of people our age really don't have a whole lot of experience with having friends. I mean, we're only 18 years old. We're barely adults. First of all, in terms of like real, real life, real world, friendships and engagements that we have with people are really 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 limited yeah and on top of that new people with new experiences right we we are barely we just finished growing up we're adults now and we've had we've barely met any people that have grown up differently than us most people we've been growing up Mm -hmm. actively with right yeah so the only reason we're friends with them in many cases is because we went through the same thing as them at you know at the same time or Just there's so a prearranged friendship right. that your parents had like a play date, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that, that doesn't happen anymore. We <laughs> can't, we can't just have our parents right. call up and be like, Hey, you two, you're going to go hang out for, for a while. I guess the only prearranged play date you get now is your roommate. True. Yeah. yeah literally. <laughs> and sometimes that doesn't work out very well. Right. Um, but in terms of that, I'm saying like, don't just because someone makes you feel negatively doesn't necessarily mean that they're not a good friend. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, th- I think people are age a lot of, and I, I've met people who have a hard time. It's hard to differentiate sometimes between a good friend that disagrees with you and a bad friend, right? Yeah. Someone that is genuinely just negative to you all the time, or, you know, just generally just a down, down on what you think is best mm-hmm. or down on your goals and your ambitions, just because they're your goals or your ambitions. Right. Yeah. Versus someone that's like, no, that that's not realistic, you know, like, cause a good friend will tell you when something you're saying is ridiculously over the top. Mm-hmm. Right. Or something is like, like that's not reasonable. If you extend out your whatever, right. Mm-hmm. It, they will be honest with you and they'll, they'll make sure that that opinion comes across not rude. Right. But sometimes people have a hard time with that and a hard time differentiating between those things and i feel like if you can not necessarily get practice at differentiating between them but try to be wary of differentiating between them that's that's crucial too yeah. you know and you can be friends with someone that you you disagree with you know it, yeah, obviously yeah i mean it's as easy as maybe just don't talk about the disagreements you know sometimes it's actually healthy to have friends you disagree with so that you can have conversations and understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. because one of the worst things that you can do is go through your life and only know about yours mm-hmm. because then that that removes the experiences of like pretty much everyone else on the planet yeah and i think that you should be able to have your own opinions and your own ideals and goals mm-hmm. and seek out advice but still be willing to hold up what you believe in. You shouldn't mm-hmm. fold to the opinions of others. And if you seek out their advice and you're like, well, that's just not the best advice or that doesn't really make sense or along the lines of just being 
bad advice in your judgment, you can stick to your guns and not fold. Because I know a lot of people, they like seeing our advice from others and they'll just do whatever they say. But you have Mm -hmm. to have some some type of internal reflection and judgment and trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I have a friend and one of my roommates, you know, that they're a party animal. They love to go out and party. But for me, I know I'm an engineering major. I can't do that all the time. And so I kind of resigned myself to going out and having late nights and partying on the weekends. And so, you know, it's not that I'm cutting my roommate off. It's just that I am setting up a pretty healthy boundary here so that I can sleep and wake up the next day without being grouchy and irritable and not being productive in class. Right. Yeah. And I I think, I think sometimes people also take the advice thing to as a yes, no, right, wrong type end goal. You know, it like you can have an opinion on something, right? And that person's advice be minor, like edging to your, to what you think, like, you know, move you slightly along the same path, but you know, to a different side of that path or whatever kind of thing. You don't have to change and go their course of direction every time because you know, that's not necessarily a point of advice, right? So just um, focusing on making sure that, you know, like, like, I think sometimes if it's not advice anymore, if you're asking someone, because then at that point you're asking someone what they think, Mm -hmm. you know, your advice is like, I think this, what are your thoughts on the same thing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then you take what they say into consideration and it either affects you or it doesn't. When you're going and asking someone for an answer, mm-hmm. that those are two different things, you know. And sometimes you do need to ask for answers. But I, I would say that, you know, if, if you're looking for a political answer, you know, and you want to go online, the best way to do this is to look mm-hmm. for an answer from the right, from the left and from the middle, and then try and figure out where you line up among those three answers. Don't don't necessarily just go for right. for one necessarily uh, uh, opinion and uh, viewpoint and stick with it. You know, you you want to try and almost you know write a th- synthesis essay. I'm sure we've all written those before, and try and like you know combine everything and group them in together. I think uh, tying it back to the the main quote is that we've summarized. We just you need to find a good support system. Having a good support system of friends, and sometimes those friends can be family members or not. Your family can't always or won't always be there for you and building that around yourself is very helpful in how you succeed in life and what you do and how far you're able to go to achieve your goals all right guys we'll uh we'll see you guys in the next episode make sure you uh keep up to date with uh the new episodes released on monday and thursdays and uh we'll see you guys in the next one